0: For the month of August, we thought it would be fun to share with you some of our top podcasts. These are podcasts that either have been the most downloaded, the most requested, the most searched, or the most talked about. They're all podcasts that I think are going to be valuable for you as you get ready for what's coming in Q4, getting ready for the holidays, getting things in order. So whether you have listened to all the podcasts before, I hope you'll re-listen Or listen to the first time and let me know if it's one of your favorites or some of your takeaways. If you'd like to join us inside the Retailer's Inner Circle, that's my monthly coaching group. This month we are spending the whole month getting ready so that we can enjoy q 4 doing what we do best. So set it and forget it so that we can enjoy selling, serving, doing, being, teaching, whatever it is that we're doing in our shops without the stress of running around with our head cut off and not being prepared. We set revenue goals, we attach marketing plans to it, and we just get it Done. That's what we do inside of the holiday boot camp in August. Now's the time to get that done. And so you can see your sales escalate in Q4. So if you're not a member and you'd like to be please check the links in the show notes, reach out to us, wendybatten.com. Jump on the list. We are doing regular invites this month to the retailer's inner circle. And if there's lots of interest, we'll make sure we get you in. We don't want to leave anybody behind. We want you to be prepared as well. So that's what I'm doing this month. I'm hoping that you will enjoy the Encore series and today's podcast, which we have got for you. Running a retail business doesn't have to be so hard. Welcome to the Creative Shop Talk Podcast, the go to podcast for creative shop owners, studio owners, and independent retailers. I'm your host, Wendy Batten, retail business coach and mentor. Each week, I'll share simple proven business strategies, inspiring stories from fellow retailers, and advice from industry experts. Together, we're going to work to find the success you want from your retail business with more profits in your till and a little more joy in your life. Let's talk about the top three ways that I see retailers wasting time. And I'm going to give you some solutions on how to fix that and how to reframe and refocus on really what matters. I don't want to waste your time today. (laughs) But I do want to share common sentiment that I get from many of my coaching clients and those inside my inner circle and my mastermind group. It's a regular occurrence and it happens to me as well too. I just don't have any time. I hear that every day, right? I'm too busy. I've just got too much to do. There's too many things. I just ran out of time or I don't have time especially when it comes to maybe the more difficult things that we have to do the back end of our business, or even the accounting or the bookkeeping or looking at the metrics or the data, all the fun things, but those are the things that matter. Um, the the pushback that I always get is I ran out of time. When I start digging into where retailers spend their time, which is part of uh, the framework of some of my coaching programs, we realize that it's not that retailers don't have time, so they're choosing to be distracted maybe, or they're choosing to work on things that maybe don't matter. They're focusing on the massive stuff instead of the few things that matter. And again, I'm guilty of it too. At times I have to reframe and refocus and come back quite a bit. Um, things do go sideways, even with the best laid plans. And no matter how much we schedule, I know that I understand, but there are a few things that we can do on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a planning basis, <laughs> and a habits that we can get into that will help us um, stay focused and really concentrate on those things that matter on the things that will move the needle forward, if you will. I mean, do you really have a squirrel brain? Maybe. Um, or are you just unfocused and distracted? Maybe, right? I know I have a squirrel brain, and I've shared that on the podcast here before, meaning that ideas pop in and so many things going on. We all have things going on, right? But it's unbelievable the amount of work that we can get done if it's in a distraction free um, zone, if I'm in a, a a work zone, it's massive. It really is massive. If I stop wasting time and I start getting focused and I see it the time with retailers as well too so i want to share the top three time wasters the things that i had to change in my own personal business life and the things that i see that really make a difference um, with my retailers so the number one can anybody guess hands up if you're driving or painting or talking or whatever shout out what do you think the number one biggest time waster is? And here's a hint. If you're in my inner circle, if you're in my retailer's inner circle, we actually had a challenge around this um, just this week as I'm recording this, and it's our phone. Your phone is such a distraction for most people. Are you addicted to your phone? It, you might be. So I I was, I think, a, at, a, at some point in time, and I do see a lot of my retailers, and the conversation that was happening inside my inner circle around wow, how much time are we spending on our phones? It's crazy. So if we can remove the temptation, if we can remove those distractions, just from our phone alone, it's unbelievable how much time we will regain. So I wanted to give you some tips. Uh, I said I wasn't just going to tell you what the time wasters were, but I'm going to share some tips on how we can, um, maybe adjust our thinking around our phone or how we can and um, use the phone for good (laughs) instead of for bad and um, retrain our brain. Actually, we do need to, you know, we do need phones. Everybody's going to say they need their phone. They have to have their phone. Um, But we can run businesses off of our phone, not off of our phone. We can run businesses of our computer, we do not need a phone to run our business full time. So I want you to flip that mindset. And I want you to think about do you really think like big CEOs are sitting there on their phone all day long doing things getting distracted and, you know, answering text messages and every DM that comes in and every notification that pops up? No, if you want to move your business forward, you need to be focused on the things that matter. And answering DMs all day long is not What matters or getting lost on Instagram and all those things. So, a couple of things that I do, and I've seen other retailers do, leave your phone in another room when you're working on things that are important. If you are sitting down to create your workshop schedule for the quarter, if you are sitting down to review your budgets, if you are sitting down to plan out your marketing and promotions, if you have a focused task at hand, leave your phone in another room. Just this week I had one of my retailers say, you know, he took up the challenge a little bit and he left the phone in one room and he was um remerchandising his store. And you know, within 2 hours, maybe I think he said 2 or 3 hours, he got so much done. Everything, you know, the the whole shop was organized and feeling good and he hadn't spent any time, he hadn't even gone to check his phone. Now you and I know as, you know, <laughs> as busy retailers, that that normally um, we would be checking our phone, something would ding, something would pop up, you know, and that two hours of merchandising might turn into four or not get done or just be a stressor, right? So leaving your phone in another room while you're doing a task, an important task is going to help you immensely. Another thing is, and this one you might not like me after I tell you about this, but another thing is looking at your screen stats. How many hours a week are you on your phone? When I started checking mine, and you can do this in the settings on your phone. If you have an iPhone, I know for sure that you can do this. And I've been told that it works with Android as well. But If you look at the um, amount of time you've spent on your phone in one week, it might shock you. Mine was really, really high. I can't remember. I was trying to go back and remember how bad it was (laughs) at one point in time. But I really pay attention to my screen time now on my phone. I'm really conscious of it the report comes up every week it pops up on my screen um i don't even know like what day mine pops up but another retailer in my inner circle said that hers pops up every sunday while she's at church it's not funny but she's like uh oh it's like a message you know telling her like Anyway, it's a message. I thought it was funny when she was sharing that, that she said, you know, her screen stats pop up and it's always shocking to her how much time she spends on the phone. So play a game with yourself, maybe, you know, challenge yourself. I know if you're an entrepreneur, you're probably uh, used to challenges and challenging yourself and doing hard things. So maybe make it a challenge or a goal or, you know, a focus to reduce that time, I set my phone up as well. I set limits up on my phone. So uh, personally, I have a 45 minute max on Instagram daily. So that sounds like a lot to me still 45 minutes, but it pops up and it says, Hey, Wendy, you've been 45 minutes on Instagram. And I know we like to use the excuse that Instagram is part of our business or Oh, I have to be on my phone. It's part of my business. But truly do I need to be on Instagram 45 minutes? No, if I really am just doing my work, I'm, I like to follow all my retailers. So I do spend a lot of time being specific about going into retailers, um, Facebook, or Facebook and Instagram pages, just to keep up with what they're doing. My, You know, all my clients, but I don't need to be spending 45 minutes, just like everybody else. I get down that rabbit hole of, Ooh, that's pretty. Ooh, that's fun. Oh, and then I scroll, scroll, scroll. And I have to be super conscious of it i have noticed a big difference in my output of work that matters and i've also seen that in my retailers when they start really paying attention to the amount of time that they are um, spending on certain social media apps so that time limit you can set it again in your settings see what you are at right now and, and just reduce it down. So you can set it from my understanding. I can't remember all of the details, but you can even set it. So you can't go on Instagram after whatever the time is that you set it for. I once heard Michael Hyatt say that his, like he locks himself out like after an hour, he can't go back on Instagram (laughs) after an hour. So I can, but it makes me very aware of how much time I'm spending on Instagram or Facebook or anything having those time limits so uh it's called an app limitation um and again it forces me to just be aware and as soon as that thing pops up and it says like it really it literally pops right up in the middle of an Instagram post and it'll say um you've been on here for a while now, it's been 45 minutes today. So it just, again, it's just something to bring awareness to me. And then it makes me sort of like, shut it down, get back to work. Another thing is a big, big thing. Another big, helpful tip that might help you with your phone addiction or the time that you spend and are wasting on your phone is your notifications. Having like those little pop-up, you know, everything dinging, like I cannot even imagine, I've turned all my dings off. (laughs) I call them dinging. You know what I mean? All the buzzes and beeps and bells and whistles that go off. That's super distracting. I don't have the science to explain to you about, um, you know, distractions. And I, I mean, I just know that it is a thing that once we, once our brain goes sideways, right, once it goes off the task we're on, it's really hard to bring it back. But the distraction with those notifications means that we like, oh, oh, somebody's texting me. I should text them right back right now you don't need to do that. Very few people, unless it's maybe your children. But honestly, do we really need to like drop everything and text and email and everything right, right away? No. In the world before phones, there was a world before phones, my friends, you know, we ran businesses, we ran households, we ran, you know, lives and everything was fine it's okay to put your phone in another room, turn off your notifications and just check them when you're finished. So I just, I want to give you that permission slip (laughs) to be okay about turning off all your notifications. I have removed email from my phone. I don't like doing email on my phone. I only check my email two or three times a day because I get a lot of email clients, all the things, right? I have removed all of my email accounts from my phone And I also, for a period of time, removed Facebook when I was like feeling like I was living on Facebook and had to respond. I removed Facebook. Now that might be drastic or scary, or you cannot imagine for yourself, but you know it really did make a big difference. I did put Facebook back on, mostly because if I'm traveling or I'm doing anything, you know, like I'm traveling all the time nowadays. but <laughs> but when I'm out of away from my computer, but I set limits on when I'm going to answer emails. I set limits on social media um and and that will come to to another point that I'm going to make here. But I just I'm not a slave to it anymore, and nothing horrific has happened to my business. Just want to share that you can set downtime limits on your phone. I think that's just iPhones right now, but you can like shut your phone down from say like 10 PM to 6 AM or something. And the only thing that's available, I think is phone and text at that time. I don't do that. I'm thinking about it, but I don't do that, but really great conversation inside my inner circle this week about you know, I didn't realize and I didn't see that and it, just being intentional about not wasting your time on your phone, it's going to make a big difference in your, um, in your business, it really will, or even your life, right? I mean, when we feel like we're not getting things done, and then we don't have time at the end of the day, it's because, well, we spent two and a half hours on Instagram or Facebook or whatever it was, when we should have been working on our workshops or doing something for our business or re our shop or getting our product unpacked all of these things, they do matter. So being super conscious about where we spend our time and on keeping our phone away from us while we're working. So just remember and ask yourself if you're addicted to your phone. And if the thought of putting your phone on airplane mode is giving you like hives, that's an addiction problem. So I shouldn't, I'm not, declaring you an addict. That's not what I mean, but it is a problem. And I really like it's really important to start thinking about how much do you really need to be on your phone? So it's okay not to answer every single thing at the very moment that it happens. And if you think about it, being distracted every time one of those bings and bongs and things happen, it's really, really, really affecting your business um, in the big picture of things. So if you want to be super focused or more focused, do something with your phone. So put these, turn these notifications off. Watch your screen stats. Leave your phone in another room. Just be super aware of what you're doing with your phone and how much time you're on your phone. So that's the first biggest time waster. This is the that is probably the number one time waster that I see with a lot of retailers. The second time a waster is now. This is a big one. Not batching your work, and by this I mean again, almost like when we talked about, we're, you know, merchandising, and then we answer our phone, and then we're overdoing this, and then we're overdoing that, you know, or all we're bouncing around, we're, you know, unpacking product, and then we're trying to do social media. And then we sit down to pay bills, and then we start cleaning something else. And then, you know, a client walks in, and then we put a coat, a coat of paint on a piece of furniture, if we're all over the place, really, it's, it's really hard to get focused and into and deep into one task and check it off right it's really hard then we end up with a whole day worth of things not done and i didn't get anything done and i don't know like i feel like i worked all day and i was really busy and i was running around with my head cut off but i didn't accomplish anything so one of the really big um, mindset strategies i guess i don't even know is this a strategy i'm not sure but uh and i should know that but Anyway, you get what you get with me, right? But it's not a strategy, I guess. But one of the mindset studies is if we do get distracted on a project, it's really hard to um, come back to it. It's really hard if you're in the middle of doing your bookkeeping and, you know, you're getting everything set up and you're whatever you're doing and, you you know, you kind of get in the zone, right? Maybe you're just doing three or four things or you're paying your bills or whatever you're doing and then you stop that. And then you go and serve a client and then you come back and you're like, oh, where was I? What was I doing? And then, uh, oh, did I pay that? And then it takes you a while to sort of refocus and come back to center or come back to what you were working on. Now, I, I can hear you thinking, well, if a customer comes in, I have to serve them. This is why we don't do that work when we're supposed to be serving our clients. (laughs) This is why we schedule time for and batch our work. So all of our office work should be done at a sitting with our phone in the other room, sitting down, focusing, do all the, I call them menial tasks, but you know what I mean, all the book work or all the paying bills and all of that at one specific time. And then maybe you're doing all of your, um, merchandising and store stuff at another time, unpacking product. And kind of, it's really freeing as well. And I've shared this before, when you have a plan in place, when you know, okay, I don't have to worry about paying the bills right now, because I know I'm doing that Tuesday afternoon at, you know, in the afternoon, I'm going to, that's when I'm doing that. It's very, like, it just, it floats that worry off your shoulder. I don't know if you, I'm very imaginative when it comes to and creative when it comes to thinking about my work, but you know, I don't have to worry about that particular thing anymore because I know it's going to get done tomorrow afternoon. So a lot of retailers, um, batch their business and their creative or shop time into different buckets, like big time buckets. There's actually a saying: uh, "Be a maker in the morning and a manager in the afternoon," or whatever that comes from uh, the book "The One Thing." Right? we're Working, work, working on one thing, having your brain in the zone of one thing. So again, being a maker in the morning, a manager in the afternoon, or a manager in the morning, or a maker in the afternoon, or whatever that is. One of my clients, and just to give you an example of how she works, this she has. Batched out her week in that Monday morning is her CEO morning. I'm a big believer in CEO dates, as you know, we've talked about that on other episodes. So she does Monday morning CEO dates, no exception. I do as well, actually. So Monday mornings are completely blocked for planning, growing, business structure, business management, you know, all the things that a CEO needs to be doing to grow the business. And in the afternoon on like Monday afternoon, I think she said, you know, she has that blocked off to spend time with her kids, you know, and then, so she doesn't feel guilty working in the morning. Cause this afternoon, she knows that's when she's playing with her kids or whatever she's doing with her children. Then on Tuesdays, she knows like, sh- and she's got staff coverage for the shop for these days, or she's not open or, you know, whatever she's figuring all this out. And then, you know, same thing on Tuesday. She's doing Facebook live sales on Tuesday. So Tuesday mornings are to set up and that's all she concentrates on. She's not worrying about paying bills and doing other things and, you know, ordering and all of that stuff because she knows she has that stuff blocked at a certain time to do it during the week. It is super freeing, takes a little time to get used to batching, but doing all of your ordering at one time. Doing all of your bookkeeping at one time, doing all of your bill paying at one time, doing all of your, if you're a creative, if you're a paint printer and you're, you know, sitting down and this is what I always did. I did all of my prep work for all of my pieces at once when I, when you can, you know, it's, it's, of course things happen, but looking at your calendar and batching your time. And again, just the simple thought of, you know, maker in the morning and creative in the afternoon or manager in the morning and shopkeeper in the afternoon, whatever you need to do, however you need to think of it, be working on one thing, be working, have your mind on one thing. When I'm sitting at my desk and I'm doing this particular job, this is what I'm working on. It, it, you'll get so much more done. You'll be so you'll be high fiving yourself. And if this happens to you, I want you to send me an email and say, Hey, this worked for me. I'm like, really, really happy. Um, You know, and this might mean this might mean that you have to start thinking about hiring more staff to cover things or maybe a babysitter to cover some shifts in your house so that you can do those CEO dates or whatever that is for you. But blocking out your one thing, um, ideally in the morning, to be honest, the, the biggest time, the biggest time for big movement of your business is the morning, but everybody's different. Right. So, but this really does give you, um, you know, a a comfort over all the chaos that's kind of going on in your head when you're trying to think of all the things. And it does, it's a habit. It's going to take you a little time, uh, to get used to that, but, you know, time blocking all your ordering and all your bill paying and everything. It's just, It's going to, it's going to make you feel good. I promise. Okay. So number three, the number three of the biggest time waster, honestly, it's working on non revenue generating things. So I'll say it again. The third biggest time waster that I see with my retailers, and I've caught myself in the same track trap as well, non revenue, working on non revenue generating things. So I can hear you now. Well, it's all important. It's all important, right? But it's really not. If you find yourself spending three hours creating Canva graphics or six hours cleaning your shop after you know a busy weekend, or you know, there's things that we do. One of my retailers recently, you know, she said she's spending hours and hours and hours trying to get the perfect pictures for Facebook posts. That is not revenue generating. And I know you're going to say, "Well, we do have to have good pictures to put on pay- Facebook." But really, we don't have to have, you know, um they're not going on an art gallery wall. They're not be framed and going on an art gallery wall. They have to be adequate for Facebook, good lighting, edit them in your on your app and post them. You know, these these things that we are we are obsessing about and we take a long time that is not a revenue generating item that's not something that we are doing and sp- wasting our time also i mean it's important we need to do the pictures don't get me wrong we need to clean the shop <laughs> we need to do the canva graphics but we don't if you're finding yourself spending hours and hours and hours doing something that it needs to be done. I need this invitation for this event. I need to have it scheduled. I need to get a graphic. I need to do it. Um, and it's taking you three hours of your very important CEO day time. There's other better uses of your time, my friends. So this is where we have to start either being okay with done is better than perfect, or we need to hire some things out. And I know that also scares some people, but if we hire out Things that other people can do, what can you do with that time? So, I have one retailer, she does a lot of custom work and she spends hours and hours and hours prepping furniture. So, those of you that are listening that are furniture painters, you know what I'm talking about. Hours and hours and hours. And is it a revenue generating project? Yes. But when you really pull it down, The six hours that she spent, you know, (laughs) working on several projects and cleaning up and all that, she could have been doing something else. Her skill, her high level skill, is not prepping furniture, right? So bring in somebody for $10, $15 an hour and get them to prep your furniture. You can come in and finish if that's what you need to do. And when you have those hours, you can be doing CEO level work. That's more higher level revenue generating work. So not spending a lot of time doing things that you could hire out, mopping the floors in your shop. Again, I have a retailer that just recently hired somebody to, you know, come in and mop the floors, you know, for her weekly. And it's like the biggest, first of all, freedom off of her shoulder. That is not her zone of genius, mopping her floors of her beautiful shop. Like she, so while it does cost her money and it is, you know, it is going to be, um, an expense for her having somebody come in the amount of marketing, the amount of work that she can do, looking at her metrics, working on, you know, her marketing and promotions, bringing in new product lines, connecting and collaborating, serving her clients. Maybe those are just hours that she can, you know, use for working with her clients and, that is better. Her zone of genius is not mopping the floors and it's not making her money. So it's now she's paying somebody to do that. So she has the freedom to do things that are going to make her money. So, you know, now she's creating sales and, you know, uh, working on her sales and promotions and just working on more higher level, we call them CEO level jobs. And of course we've chatted about CEO level jobs before. And it's just really, it's really empowering to see retailers setting down those things and hiring people to help them or not wasting the time on them. So again, if you are not in a position to hire, or it's just not something you want to hire, be super intentional. And be super aware of how much time am I spending? <laughs> like, is this, is this really a three-hour job that I should be working on Canva? No. So if it's not going to make you a lot of money, if it's not something that's a revenue, high-level revenue job, don't waste your time on it. Just do it quick, get it done. Again, um, I often joke and say, You you've heard me if you've been in my inner circle or if you've been in my world for very long, you've heard me say, you know, a, a B plus job is okay. It doesn't always have to be an A plus job. And this is coming from somebody who usually loves things done in a higher level. But if I waited till everything was perfect, this podcast would not be a thing. It would not be per it's never perfect. I hum and haw and all the things and bless you, Steve, who's listening to this right now, who's my editor, and I'm sure he tries to fix them. But you know what? Done is better than perfect for us, right? So, I would rather get the information out to you than be super professional and perfect all the time, right? It's just the same with your branding, the same with all of the things that you do. So, taking those pictures for your Facebook page, you don't need to spend three hours to take three or four pictures for your Facebook post. Now, if they're for something else, maybe they're for your website. And, you know, yes, we want to have beautiful photos. Don't get me wrong, but I just don't want you to waste time on things that are not revenue generating. So done is better than perfect. What do they say? What's the um, perfect is the enemy of good. Is that, is that, is that the right saying? Anyway, I'm not sure if that's the right saying, but um, I just want to make sure that you understand that we need to get our work out there. We need to get moving, we need to keep moving forward. And we don't need to be doing jobs that are um, wasting our time. And I I don't mean wasting our always wasting our time, but just get it moving forward. So those are our three biggest time wasters. So I'm going to recap them for you. The first biggest time waster are phones, right? And I shared you shared some tips on how to get rid of those distractions and how to set limits and to be super conscious and kick it out, put it in the other room if you have to. The second biggest time waster is not batching our work, right? So be a maker in the morning, a manager in the afternoon, try to focus on one thing at a time, batch all of those things. So if you're going to work on social media, batch all that social media, and it's one and done, right? So really, 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 um, focusing in on, uh, keeping our mindset on the, t- on the, the type of task that we're working on. It's, it's going to make all the difference, I promise. And then the third time waster is working on non-revenue generating, um, things, all the things in our business that are just wasting our time and, and not worth the three or four hours that we should be working on it and sticking to our zone of genius maybe, and moving forward because done is better than perfect. So there you have it. I hope you found some insight maybe here. I hope that you have taken away something. I would love to know if you are addicted to your phone or if you batch your work. I'd love to continue this discussion. Um, how you, um, I would love to know your, your ways of um, battling through all of these things. And if you, you know, how you're batching your work or what you're batching or where you struggle with any of these things. Um, This is always a great topic of discussion. We always continue the conversation over in my free Facebook group called Rockstar Creatives. Um, Every Thursday, we have a post that goes up for the topic of the week. I pop in live quite a bit. It's some great conversations over there on the podcast topic. So we'd love to have you there if you're not a member already. And also, as always, I want to remind you that my Retailers Inner Circle community that we work together on these types of problems and again this week we had a challenge talking about the phone and the conversation inside that inner circle is just amazing it's such an amazing group and i invite you to um, check it out see what we're all about at the retailer's inner circle and that's of course at wendybatten.com and as always if i can support you in any way with your business please reach out All of the information that we talked about today will be in the show notes with some links and a link to my uh, website and page so you can reach out anytime. I love hearing from you. I love when you leave us a review and uh, hopefully you found this helpful and I hope you're having a fantastic day. Please reach out if I can support you in any way. Talk to you soon. See you next week. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Creative Shop Talk podcast. I'm so glad that you're here to join us this week. And I hope you found value in what we're sharing here. I want to remind you that our website has all of the show notes. You can find it at wendybatten.com slash